Hello, my friends. Sabrina here, as always, welcoming you to the podcast. Just in case you're lost, this is the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott, where I talk all about life, love, healing, spirituality, witchcraft, magic, tarot, and everything in between. And for today's episode, I'm just kind of feeling inspired to go off on a bit of a random ramble about something that has been on my mind all year. And it's something that my relationship has changed in regards to over the past few decades. Like, if you told my 20-year-old self that I'd be saying this, I would probably have told you that you were on drugs. And so it's so interesting how our ideas, our perspectives, our values change over time. You know, like as we get older, as we learn stuff, as our brains evolve and develop. And for my PhD, I've been reading a bunch of psychology books, some of which have been written by like neurochemistry brain people, like brain scientists. And one of the things that I have learned was that our brains don't actually don't finish really developing and maturing until we're in our mid 30s. And that actually makes a lot of sense. (laughs) As someone who is at present 33 and will be 34 in December, I really do feel like I've kind of arrived. And I know I also felt like I had arrived when I was 24 or 23 or 25. And I'm sure I'll feel the same way in a decade when I'm like 44. But I think there is something to be said about the difference in perspective and maturity levels based on age. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about what I've learned and something I've just been thinking about a lot about lately, especially in regards to women and sex. So this episode is about sex, my friends. (laughs) So if you are listening with little children around, I don't assume that's most of you, but just in case it is, we'll be discussing sex in this episode. So this is just a little bit of a warning to get those ears uh, covered or doing something else. And uh, that is my cat sneezing um, to (laughs) warn the kids that it is sex chat time. So anyway, I assume that if you are still listening, you are either not with little kiddos um, or if you are, they like have their headphones on or something. And so sex is what I want to talk about today. And so my very controversial, I guess, not very woke opinion that I've come to over the course of this year is that sex is easy and everywhere and it is so easy to access, it is easy to get, it is, it is easy. And what I've observed, and I don't, okay, so my disclaimer, no judgment to anybody, it is all good. Um, I've been like all of these different women that I'm going to be talking about today. So no judgment on my past self, no judgment on you, no matter where you're at, no judgment on anybody 
Uh, I totally respect everyone's autonomy and ability to make their own decisions as adults. At the same time, I'm just going to like share some of what my thoughts are lately because this is my podcast, not anyone else's. And so that's what we're doing. We're sharing my opinions. So sex, it is easy, you know, and I had a lot of sex in my teens and early 20s and I am thankful for that. I kind of think that's the time to like go forth and experiment and learn stuff and I think as a result of that abundance and openness and experimentation as a result of all of that I'm a very sexually confident sexually self-aware person who has a really easy time communicating about sex and none of it intimidates me like been there done that like I know my way around a fill in the blank and I figured it out, and it's all good, basically. Like, it's cool. At the same time, and like, okay, so I'm thankful that I did all of that because now I just, like, know what I'm doing. I know how to communicate. It's not intimidating. I don't get anxious about anything sexual. Like, I'm I'm all good, basically. Um, at the same time, I feel like in my 30s, my approach to sex is just so different and I would really encourage women who are in their mid to late 20s and beyond to really take what I'm saying very seriously you know and I guess everyone can go do whatever the fuck they want at the end of the day like whatever it's your life do your thing but and I do think it is true that as women age, as we get older, I do think it is a good idea to be a little bit more selective about who it is we are having sex with. I think it is a good idea for women as we're getting older to be choosy, to have boundaries, to really get to know who the hell is this person you know, like, who is this random person that you are letting into your body and to view all of your bits and pieces? And, you know, if you're a younger woman listening to this, like, this could also apply to you. So, like, everyone is in their own spot. Everyone's got their different values and everything. And now that I'm a little bit more of an old school type of person, I think everyone kind of does this when they get older becomes a little bit more old school, becomes a little bit more conservative, becomes a little bit more reserved. And it's just so interesting. And what got me thinking about this was some conversations over the past, I don't know, I guess over the past year I've had with different people where I've said that, you know, I'm going to take it slow, like sexually or whatever. And I have had so many men offering just to, like, pleasure me, but they don't need anything else from the experience. And, like, I find this very interesting, right? And, like, different people and different levels of dating seriousness have, like, brought this up. And... I just find it very interesting, right, depending on the context. 
And depending on the context, like on occasion, I've been like, you know what? Okay, sure. Like if I know the person well enough, I trust them with that. And it's like, okay, fine. Like I'm open. I'm down for that. But the rule is like, keep your pants on. I don't want to see or touch anything because I'm not there yet. And sometimes that has been an okay thing to do. Um, And what's so interesting is in those situations where that happened, I like other things happen afterwards that had nothing to do with sex that made me feel very glad that I decided not to have sex with that person. So it was like, oh, I saw a part of their character that I just did not like and then cut things off. And so it's a lot harder to cut someone off for having a shitty character, or shitty personality, or just like weird ethics or morals or whatever weirdness after you've established that the sex is very good. And so I've heard this from a lot of different women. It's definitely been me in the past where it's really easy to overlook somebody's bad qualities if you are hypnotized by the sexual chemistry that you have with somebody. And so in some ways, even though I have a very high sex drive, one of the nice things about reclaiming celibacy or reclaiming a sexual snail pace has been that I've been able to remain very emotionally sober and even as I am getting to know somebody and like kind of judging and assessing like, is this a good person? Do I trust this person or not? Because, and like no one wants to hear this, but I'm just going to say it. When guys, a lot of guys anyway, straight guys, when they want sex, they will say almost anything, right? Which is why we see this rise in a lot of guys who will go after girls who want relationships. Like they'll say, oh yeah, I absolutely am on the same page. I totally want a relationship. I don't do hookups. I'm glad you don't want to hook up. I don't want to hook up. And then as soon as you have sex, then the guy disappears. I've heard this from so many women. Happened to me in my mid-20s. So I get it. And it's so interesting, right? Because then all the women are like, why does this guy like not just go have sex with the women who only want sex? And it's because there's so many different reasons for this. So fucked up. But it's because they don't want to go date that kind of woman often because they, they have all these assumptions about what they're making that mean. And so as a result of this unfortunate reality, I do think it is really important for women to be a little bit more slow about safeguarding your vagina, my friends. That is my opinion. Really get to know someone. Because unfortunately, that is the truth. Men will lie. Men will say whatever sweet-talking thing in order to get inside your pants. There is a challenge of it. There is the conquest of it. There is probably the pleasure in getting a woman who says that she isn't easy or fast sexually in order to give it up quicker. And I've definitely compromised on my boundaries on that in the past. So I totally get it from all the sides. And there's some cases where I've uh, regretted that. And there's some cases where I definitely didn't because it was such a sexy and good experience. So your mileage may vary, but it is always a risk, right? And when we know someone better, we know their character better, we're better able to assess whether that risk is worth the payoff right? Is even if they don't want a relationship, maybe they're a very good person regardless. And you know that they're going to treat you with respect and care no matter where that connection goes. 
right? And so when that's the case, then like you can make your own decision based on that. But until you really know somebody, it's kind of the luck of the draw, right? So it's very, very interesting. It's very, very interesting. And I was reflecting on a conversation I had with somebody a while ago who, this is so interesting. It was someone from a dating app who was trying to make plans with me and said that they just got out of a long relationship. And because my intuition was rearing its head, I was like, what do you mean you just got out of a relationship? Do you mean that you're divorced? Do you mean that you're separated? Do you mean that you just had a breakup? Like, what are we talking about? And of course, the person was like, oh, well, I'm separated, but I'm not, I'm not divorced yet. And I was like, oh, okay, well, if that's the case, like, feel free to get back in touch with me when you do get divorced, because I don't date anyone who is married. Like, you seem lovely, but thanks, but no thanks. And what was fascinating about this conversation, I'm still thinking about, because it was just so, like, bizarre and, like, thought-provoking in terms of, like, how do certain people's brains work and, like, what do some people think is a good value proposition this person was like okay well i get that but let me propose something (laughs) i was like okay what so the person was like how about i just come over whenever you want and pleasure you and then leave and it's all about you and that's that and whatever like i'm a giver and i love that blah blah blah." and i was just like what (laughs) Like, that is such a bizarre ask. And, like, I know a lot of women probably would jump on that and be like, that sounds great. But I think I've had so many people offer me that. I'm just really not impressed by that. Like, sex is easy to obtain. I also have vibrators, as should all women who do various things. Like, I have crazy hands-free ones that do whatever it needs to do. So, like, I do not need some random-ass person that I don't know anything about who is still married to come and do that when I have a really great vibrator that will just sit and do its thing and you know what I mean like not to be crude but it was so interesting right because I think maybe me 10 years ago would have been like deal let's do it sounds wonderful and I probably would have felt like that was a flex you know like 10 years ago I probably would have felt like wow look at me queen energy like queen vibes like it's all about me. What a flex. Like that's probably what I would have thought like 10 years ago. But me now I'm like, well, first of all, my vibrator can do that. And that is like no STI risk, no interpersonal weirdness, no random stranger in my apartment. Like weird, you know, like if someone hasn't taken me out on dates and gotten to know me and I got to know them. And the other thing as well is like, has this person are they investing in me in any way? You know, like if someone has not bought me flowers or gotten me any present or taken me out to like multiple nice dinners, I don't see why that person should have access to something so sacred and private as a sexual experience with me. And so I think a lot of women have come to devalue our sex. A lot of women have come to devalue our pussy. A lot of women have come to devalue our bodies. And 
It's so interesting because this conversation is kind of intertwined with the conversation about sexual liberation in the 60s and whether or not that was really good for women or not. And obviously in my early 20s, I felt very sexually liberated. I was out doing whatever I wanted to do. I was out having sex, kind of like men have sex, to be honest. Like my heart never really broke. I was out doing my thing, like, you know, and in one way, I'm thankful for that experience. I learned a lot from it. But now it's interesting because a lot of, you know, the the landscape has kind of shifted, right? No one's young anymore. We all know better now, in a way, right? And so now my energy is better. My wisdom is better. I'm more beautiful than I ever have been. I think honestly in our 30s and 40s and beyond, women just get better with age. I really believe it. And I really think that we should go back to a time where men have to earn a sexual experience with a woman. I really believe that. And a lot of women's standards are literally in hell. Like... It's crazy to me. And like this is a whole other episode, I guess. But I think a lot of women think that if they say no to sex or if they're slow about sex, that they're not going to be able to keep a man's attention. And for some men, this may be true, right? It might be. But those are not the kind of men that you really want in your life anyway. Because if they leave, if you're slow about sex, and that's all they wanted in the first place while they're pretending to care about your personality and your life and your emotions. So it's a really good litmus test on who someone is, right? Are they really who they're presenting themselves to be? Are you meeting them or are you meeting the representative? And if you are so touch-craved and sex-starved, you know, get a really good vibrator, get a really good, like, clitoral vibrator they are crazy highly recommended you know have those needs met in other ways that don't put yourself either physically at risk or emotionally at risk dare to have high standards because as women it is easy to obtain sex it is you can walk out that out the door throw a rock hit someone ask them they probably would say yes and it's just a true thing, right? And so I believe that it's time for more of us to see an experience with us as a gift and a blessing and not something to be given freely to people who don't deserve it, haven't earned it, and who honestly we don't really know anything about. You know, someone we just met? What? Weird. Like, why would you invite a random stranger you know nothing about into your home and to engage with them in this embodied way, which is actually very spiritual? And I know sex isn't always a beautiful spiritual sexual thing. You know, I think it's like sometimes it's just fucking and that can be very aggressive and sexy in its own way. And I respect that and I appreciate that. I think that's cool. That being said... I think on an energetic level, it's not always worth the risk to do the, like the slut life thing. And like, I'm not slut shaming, do your thing. But I do believe that 
there is something really cool about valuing valuing your being so much that you are more selective about who is entering that being. Especially with the heightened risk of certain STIs that women have because our bodies, there's so much internal stuff going on, right? And so my friends, my ladies, a random man offering you one-sided sex that is all about your pleasure is not does not exactly mean that you're in queen mode. In what ways does that benefit you? In ways that like a vibrator would not benefit you, you know what I mean? And so maybe it's just me, but I'm looking for more than that. And there is just more than that out there, and I fully believe it. And for anyone listening to this who is like, oh my god, you're sex negative. And it's like, no, I'm really not, actually. But I just do think that a lot of men out there don't deserve the easy sex that they are being given by women. I do think that men should have to be on genuine good behavior. I do think that they should have to treat women really well consistently over a period of time to gain access to something so sacred and special and intimate and so if you're a woman who is in slut mode like all power to you but and i would really encourage you to take a step back take 10 steps back and like i would challenge you to be celibate for a little while and just see how does that feel like how does that change your ability to accurately assess whoever it is that you are having dating experiences with are you dignitized by people who kind of suck but are really good in bed and so you give them more time than you probably should and you might put up with more crap than you otherwise would it's just something to think about and maybe you think about it and like keep going back how you were and like that's totally cool like no judgment but my point of the matter is to think about it maybe more than a lot of us have been because unfortunately like I do think the sexual norms right now like really don't benefit women and a lot of women who feel the way that I do about all of this are kind of being talked about as prudes or just like regressive but like I just don't really feel the need to open up my body to like someone who has not earned it like it just seems like a waste of time you know, like, I know how to do my own thing to make myself feel good. And if you don't know how to do that for yourself, it's definitely worth learning and taking the time and doing that type of self-care, self-love. It's important. And we know how to make ourselves happy in that way. We're going to be so much less reliant on others and it'll be easier to actually take that step back and assess if that person is really worth that vulnerability and that trust and that intimacy. So I just want to leave that with y'all.